What's up, everybody? How's it going? We're on the couch, and we are about to watch The Rock, the Michael Bay classic from 1996. We, in fact, are doing this movie kind of as a two-week episode, because we did the, the regular one last week. So uh, hang out with us and watch the movie. We're going to be starting it in just a minute. Boom. To Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And we're back. Yeah. We're here. We're here to watch The Rock. And uh, to answer James's question, I do have a flask with me, and we're going to find <laughs> out over the next two hours. It's going to be on-camera peer pressure is what we're going to experience. Uh, so, you know, we'll go there. Um, but uh, this is Action Movie Anatomy, kind of, sort of. We do a show called Action Movie Anatomy. You guys probably watch that show, or mm. some of you do. Uh, and that's a show where we talk about movies, and action movies specifically. The Rock was our 50th episode that we did of this show, of this show and uh, it was a very special one, near and dear to our hearts, because of how much we love the movie. And so you gonna we start crying. Decided to <laughs> we decided to watch the movie with you guys as well. Um, and yeah, you guys decided that we were gonna watch the movie with you as well. You guys didn't want to hear us talk for another hour and a half. Now you get to hear us talk for two hours over one of our favorite movies. So you did this. You made this happen. Let's watch this movie. Yeah, let's do it. So we're gonna be doing that starting in just a minute. Like a three, two, one kind of a thing. Uh, so you probably want to set your DVD players to get ready to watch The Rock with us. Get it at zero. All right, push the movie, push play, and hit the back thing so you're at zero, zero, zero. So when we hit play, we're at the same page. All right, let's do this. Yeah. You got to do it. You got the remote, man. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we're. <laughs> it's my first day here. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, when you're ready, we're gonna count you down. Ten, nine, eight. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, go! Play! <laughs> I pushed play? Yeah, it's, it's a movie. It's happening. Our engineers in the booth just like, these fucking idiots have no <laughs> idea what they're doing. It just, it's like, it's like, it's Marissa, thing. it's Marissa Serafini. Say hi. Yeah. Say hi, everybody. We've only ever done hey. one other watch along, and it was with Marissa. Jerry Brooks. Don Simpson actually died during filming. He did. That's why the movie's dedicated to it. Him. Mm. Not it. It? <laughs> I did not mean to say it. Um, yeah, so I think the last time we did this, you guys complained that we didn't talk enough, so <laughs> let me just go ahead and grab my flask. <laughs> it's a tough one. It's a tough one. Oh, God. I won't let you down. I won't let you down. Ah, this movie's so sweet. Just exciting from just the first frame. I'm My, always curious, like, if you watch our episode. Oh, let's look at that. You it's a United States of America flask I'll, just for this movie. I'll give you $5 if you can tell me what's on the back of this flask. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's an Indian with a traditional headdress. <laughs> what, a, what a fantastic oh. thing to know, Charles. <laughs> How would you know something like that? Why would you know that? <laughs> Uh oh. All right. You want a little sip of this? I'm good for now, thank <laughs> you. <laughs> what, because it's one forty five in the afternoon? You think you're better than me? In Australia they've been drinking for hours. <laughs> Curveball. Curveball. <laughs> I won't let you down. They're not coming for us, are they, sir? <laughs> I love when you see his 
you see his regalia for just like a second, right? Yeah. It's like 50,000 medals on top of each other. Got to take off Barb's ring. Something I couldn't do while you were here, Barb. Are, uh, I miss you so Marissa, much. Marissa, are you able to hear us? <laughs> no? no. She doesn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of... My audio is a little distorted is the reason. Is yours also? Slightly. I think that just might be this. You're hearing that like a little little fuzz. Audience, you guys hear that at all? Or is that just us? If it's just us, then we'll deal with it. Yeah, I just want to... Any, any of the louder moments. God, it airs. is sweet. Hummel. I also love that his middle name is X, and we never know what it is. It's Francis X Hummel. Is that are you sure? Yeah. <coughs> I miss you so much. I miss you so much. <laughs> Do you think the rain was intentional here? It needed to be if it wasn't. It was perfect. Please don't think less of me. Please don't think less of me. Just drop this and off here. You, you just real leave quick. this Congressional Medal of Honor on top of your grave, real quick. I've got six more. Yeah, it's not that important. <laughs> Sweet. I won't let you down. Who do we got in the chat over here? Uh, we got Finner in here. We got Hearst. We got Star Drew. We got Rangers fan 1996. Sorry about your <laughs> season. And uh, yeah, that's it right now. Or at least that's who's talked. <laughs> to wear my spectacles. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Non-lethal force. That's right. <laughs> Except for the poor bastard <laughs> that gets thrown out the top building. This guy. That guy's dead. They like make no note of the fact that it happens. <laughs> nobody in the Pentagon's like. Nobody in the Pentagon's like. It was non-lethal except they killed one marine. <laughs> oh, here we go. This Super guy. Super white this eyes yep. guy. <laughs> I like that that guy's there. He has the, He's the only one with an M16. Everyone else has got their, like, non-deadly weapons. Tranquilizer <laughs> rifles. <laughs> it's full, just, just basic exposition. <laughs> <laughs> this needs to happen or else this will happen. <laughs> <laughs> we have 30 minutes. <laughs> like, what if you just... What if you just walked around with a trank gun in your jacket all the time? Oh, dude, I would get in so much trouble. <laughs> just like, like, so if you really got pissed at someone, if you really got pissed at someone, 
like to the point that you really wanted to fight them, or like if you had a weapon, you might attack them. Oh, I would. Yeah. You just take out your trank gun and shoot them in the leg real quick. Like, all right, we'll just leave this alone for a couple hours. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Thirty minutes. That's what that'd be if you were at a bar and like some guys, (laughs) like some guys, like fucking with your girlfriend. Instead of fighting him, you just take a just take a trank gun and just shoot him in the leg, and he just passes out (laughs) on the floor of the bar. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. It might be legal. Who knows? I have a feeling you would get arrested or shot if you carried that around. (laughs) (laughs) Just pull out a train gun, someone shoots me. That did not go as planned. Got a Clash of Clans update. Shoot a little Clash of Clans? Pretty big deal. I'm level 113. I was thinking about checking out my Hearthstone, but... (laughs) (laughs) It's so blue. The music is so exciting. It really is like it's like the best part. One of the best parts of the whole movie is just how good the sound or the, yeah. the score is. It's remarkably intense. I can't find my soda. Seal <laughs> it, dude. As a kid, this was oh. horrifying, horrifying to me. Oh, God, the bubbles on his face. Yeah. The makeup is awesome. Hummel's seen death before. Oh. Oh. They don't show one more shot of the guy? No, thank God. Yes, James, he is fucked. Royally. Wait, where was the... There we go. The flaming girl? Yep. Snipe. Action! Action! I remember, like, my <laughs> friends in middle school were like, yeah, but not really. LPs sound way better. I mean, none of us knew what we were talking about. That guy. Xander Berkeley. Yep. Could be Sam Gas. Fresh off the wheels of being Air Force One's shit weasel. It is just within a year, right? With what? It's 96, right? Yeah. And Air Force, Air Force 1? Yeah. He's also in... I think Xander Berkeley's also in A Few Good Men. It was on TV last night. I've only seen that movie like twice. Sweet I've only seen it once, believe it or not. Really? Do you know that I saw an article this morning, Brand of Tarth from Six Degrees of Feature Film? We were, we were on another podcast, by the way, guys. Uh, the Six Degrees of Feature Film podcast. Uh, you should find it on... YouTube. I retweeted the uh, link this iTunes. morning on my Twitter. Yeah. At Ben Bateman Media. Um, but, uh, 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 
she tweeted a link this morning. Some guy on Collider did ranked every Tom Cruise movie. Oh, really? The only ones he left in the movies, not the performances. Right. He left out two, and uh, Few Good Men was the number one movie on his list. Was number one? For is he ranked it as the best Tom Cruise movie? I was surprised. That's sweet. You can't handle the truth. Yeah, it's, I've only seen it once. I guess yeah, I should watch we it should again. watch it for sure. You want me to stick this into my fucking heart? Are you fucking nuts? Be a friggin' problem. Friggin' problem. I like how they never acknowledge once in the movie why Nick Cage can defuse this bomb as yeah. fast as he can. Disarm. Like, how does he know how to do that at all? Yeah, and in, like, literally a minute. He's, like, he's a chemical super freak, but he's just like, oh, yeah, bombs, too? Yeah, field training. We're fucked. We're fucked. I love that. I love that we're fucked. He reminds me of that, that scientist that gets uh, possessed in, in yeah. Uh, yeah, Independence Day. Yeah, like him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're fucked. Are you fucking nuts? Um, apparently in Resurgence... Oh, that's another way we're going to be doing on the show. Independence Day Resurgence. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's coming right up. Apparently in Resurgence, uh, there's a chance that guy shows back up. Really? He's yeah. like the queen alien. Something, <laughs> yeah. We're not going to make it. Hurst got an epic shout-out on Six Degrees. He's stoked. Yeah. I love this moment. Yeah. She's so hot. She was so hot. Just relaxing. That's what I loved about <laughs> chicks that were hot in movies at this time, like uh, like Cameron Diaz and The Mask yeah. and things like that. Like, I mean, I was eight when this movie came out. I didn't really know why she was hot, but I was yeah. just like, I like the way she looks. <laughs> you know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Didn't know why. It wasn't because of the tight white shirt. Blue. <laughs> well, how do you know? Oh, you know, I saw a trailer for a new Nick Cage movie. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Blue. Kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh. 
Well, how do you know? Uh, well, how, how do, do you, you know? know? <laughs> uh, all right, so what were you saying? The new trailer? There's a new Cage movie with Elijah Wood uh, called something sweet, but he's like, it looks like he's some sort of FBI guy and he has funny glasses on. It looks like he's playing kind of an interesting character. He's holding a gun at one point in the trailer. I, like I that. literally <clears throat> watched it on DirecTV Cinema without the sound on, like just the trailer, but I was like, this looks sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else other than like me would be like, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? I was like, look at Josh. I was like, this looks good. This looks like a good movie. <laughs> oh, dude, here's here's one of Hummel's awesome moments. Oh yeah, he's so noble. Oh God, I want him to be my dad. <laughs> All right, so we got Rangers fan 1996 says, "Correct me if I'm wrong, but when Kid sticks the atrophy needle in his heart near the end of the movie, he collapses. So how the fuck is he meant to disarm the bomb after sticking it in his heart?" I believe that they just wanted the one guy to stick it in his heart. I I, they, I think they tell Cage to do it too, but I think he knows that if he does it, then he's fucked. Yeah. Cause let's 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 use let's use the internet here. It's classic, classic Michael Bay. Spore leader, Tony Todd. Lunell. <laughs> if you guys live in Los Angeles, Lunell loves to eat at CJ's Cafe on Pico and Hauser. They got excellent Mexican breakfast there. I went there once with you. Yeah. Yeah. You have to tell everyone? <laughs> <laughs> Are you looking at VX gas? I'm trying to figure out what happens when you get shot with an atropine needle. We own them. Custom man. So McKinley really... Okay, so it says the common side effects are dryness of mouth, blurred vision, sensitivity to light, lack of sweating, dizziness, nausea, loss of balance, and rapid heartbeat. So I think they were hoping that Nick Cage was savage enough to inject himself and then continue, continue. to disarm oh, the bomb. Oh, that's what I was looking at. I was thinking of the name of that movie. Let's see. Such a sweet scene. Stand easy, man. Make no mistake about it, gentlemen. We are now in harm's way. One of my favorite scenes. Yeah. 
Thank you, Thank sir. you sir. To this we must now add resolve. <laughs> A couple guys named Jefferson and Adams. As soon as the music starts, I'm just so in. Huh? The music starts, and I'm just. Oh in. yeah. <laughs> Looks sweet, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks fat. Sorry. Stop. God, how is... How is Cage made not a single movie over 5.5 on IMDb in his last seven movies? I'm just counting back. <clears throat> he has what? Not one of... Oh, 6.4 on Frozen Ground. Like... 81. General Hummel from Alcatraz. Out. Out. I want to start hanging up the phone like that. Out. <sighs> so sweet. Brigadier General. Brigadier General. Oh, dude. Rangers fan. Yeah. Hummel is a nice psycho. He's the greatest, He's the greatest. villain ever. He's the greatest psycho that's out there. Why do they have those pictures? I of know. Him, you know? <laughs> There's a little better. Oh, well, Jesus. God, I love that guy. Just the way he talks. Frank, it's Al Kramer. <laughs> you got a lot of worried people here. I identify yourself. You're wasting my time. <laughs> You're wasting my time.
Thanksgiving. God. It's very noble. It really is. I agree with I agree with Hummel. I agree with him. <laughs> Jesus, Frank. <laughs> Jesus, Frank. I lost the gas. Tactical genius. Just the greatest. <laughs> All right, we're fucked. Sixty or seventy? Thousand. Sixty or seventy? Thousand. Why do you talk like that? <laughs> Thousand? <laughs> this this guy's pretty much his only line in the entire uh, movie. He's really worked milked it. Yeah. Get the point? I need to be in more movies. Help. <laughs> When he, when he got the role, he was thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> that guy, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's more. <laughs> Dealer. He should shake his head and scrunch his forehead more. <laughs> Michael Bean. Team leader. <laughs> Commander. <laughs> I heard Nick Cage improvise this sex scene. <laughs> hey, let's uh let's have sex on the roof. <laughs> it's very compelling. <laughs> Nick, that's not in the script. I'm Nick Cage. <laughs> I just won an Oscar. I want to talk about pink sorbet persuasion. <laughs> I just, I just, I just, just, just won an Oscar. <laughs> Gotta go, baby. Hey, Carla. Me. Oof. <clears throat> Pigtails. Some sick fetish of Michael Bay's. <laughs> it's Jameson. No, I'm okay, thank you. 
I'm looking like the pussy here now is what's happening. <laughs> Asif Khan just asked how many beers are you downing, Ben? He's not downing any. He doesn't care about you guys like I do. Oh, they think that the can's a beer. It's a Diet Coke. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> As is mine. Yes. Oh, man, are you kidding me right now? What? It's about to get to the sweetest part of the movie, and I just got that warmth that you get when you start, when you <laughs> the, the alcohol like actually hits your system. Yeah, right, right, right. I'm very excited to be here right now. <laughs> <laughs> I may know someone. Hmm? I love Philip Baker Hall. Yeah. Exist for just a little, for thirty years. In charge of what? Fucking me over for the next thirty years? <laughs> Archimedes. But he does hit the streets. That's the first thing he does. Nice. Give me the Jameson. That's my boy. There's not enough. <laughs> it I, was sa I said there's not it enough. It's completely full. <laughs> Shakespeare. Sir Walter Raleigh. Archimedes. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> sir Walter Raleigh. Archimedes. They all have something in common. They're all wrongfully imprisoned, sir. They all have something in common. They all <laughs> wrongfully imprisoned. Are we high yet? Ha. That's something we'll never admit to on camera. Never. <clears throat> because we don't do that. We don't do that. <laughs> I don't know if I was winking through my glasses. I don't know if you could tell. Blew my eyebrows off. I'll have a special, an action movie special. I'm not going to talk about it on mic because we should talk about it before we do it. <laughs> okay. But I think it'll be good, and I think the fans will very much like it. I'm down. We should do it together. Okay. I want your commitment right now. I'm in. <laughs> you are so <laughs> fucked. You're going to fight the mountain from Game of Thrones. <laughs> you are so fucked. You are so <laughs> fucked. Not a training mission. Wow. I wish you told us earlier, Jonathan Peck, because we're in the middle of it right now. And Did you say Jonathan Peck? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He said you guys should invite Nick Monday to be the watch-along. I, I knew a kid named Jonathan Peck growing up. He's one of my best friends. Maybe it's him. I know for a fact it's not him. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, that whiskey really did the trick just now. It feels good, right? I think we better keep going. <laughs> I, I <laughs> planned on it. Hey, hey, hey. 
One of my favorite pastimes when I'm working is when the TV's muted. Is dr- getting drunk. Is to get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> is to is to do the guitar sounds or the music sounds of the scores of movies I know. <laughs> yeah, like while it's on. <laughs> This is like my favorite part. Super classified information that yeah, like just, no yeah. one can know, and he's just openly talking about it as they walk through the lobby. And like yeah, he knows that JFK was, JFK was killed by one of our guys. Like, that's the only thing he does is go in there and try to strong arm him. What are the five movies you think you've seen the most in your life? Oh, Jesus. Gladiator. For sure? Yeah. Uh, Warrior. Warrior, definitely. Braveheart. Really? Yeah. You've seen Braveheart like like at least 10 times. Oh, at least 50 times. Really? Yeah. The Notebook. Really? Yeah. Love that movie. I love that movie. How many times have you watched it? A lot. Again, over 50. I feel rather like Uncle Betis. Sir Walter Raleigh. An educated man. Fucking Red Wings. I don't like you any more than you like me. William Forsyth. Such a dude. Do you think his? Do you think his voice really sounds like that? I don't know, but I. Thing that he's doing. I think it's a thing he does. Hostage. Rockers. Nice. Gregor Castile's got the Notebook in his list too. Boom. Okay, so you got Gladiator, Braveheart, Warrior, Notebook. There's got to be another. It's either like a comedy or or like Con Air or The Rock. Yeah. For me, I would go, let's see, Mortal Kombat for sure. (laughs) Top five because I watched it like a hundred times as a kid, like literally. Right. Point Break. Top five for sure. I think it has to be Warrior at this point. Definitely. I've watched it so many times now. Uh, American Psycho. Okay, that's a good one. Um, maybe this. It's tough. Like I would say, like this, Tommy Boy, Dumb and Dumber, all right. Exactly. They all have like real, real arguments for being in that conversation. Mm-hmm. Hot Rod for me is really high. I watch Hot Rod a lot <laughs> of times. Oh, you know what? I, it might be one of the Lord of the Rings. I was I've just seen those a lot. I was—I would say Lord of the Rings, except I actually think that Jedi might be my fifth. Yeah, Star Wars is in here too. I've watched Jedi like, God, I can't even tell you the amount of times. Because the throne room scene between, the throne room scene between uh, the Emperor and Luke is like oh, one of so my. Good. It's like one of my ten most iconic movie scenes ever. I've seen the no, drug deal gone bad and Boogie Nights. From Dr- Boogie Nights, probably over 50 times. Yeah. Just that one scene I used to watch on YouTube. Hi. <laughs> well, I'm still a good speed, but of course you are.
We should get drunk on the show more often. Did I say that out loud? Yeah, we should. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Films like The Notebook and The Edge fit AMA. Why? The Notebook. Why the, notebook the Notebook does not fit AMA. I, we were just talking about movies that I've seen a lot. The Edge fits AMA. Go watch it. The Edge is like, okay, so. Oh, you know what? He said one of the. He said Batman. I might have seen The it, Dark Knight Rises. I'll, I've seen that movie a the lot. The third one? Yeah. Really? It's not even my favorite one. I just love Baden. Right, of course. Dark Knight I've definitely seen the most. Shawshank I've seen a lot of times, but not not like on the same level. That's yeah. probably like like twelve or fifteen kind of a thing. God, I love seeing these movies, man. You guys are awesome. You guys watching right now are awesome. Your yeah, movies fire. are great. Oh, you know, I just interviewed Rada Mitchell yesterday. Oh yeah. Uh, Monday. I interviewed Rada Mitchell Monday. Very sweet woman. Really nice. I've heard that about her. That's She's awesome. She's talented. She's great. She was great, man on fire. Just uh, sign right here. Uh, <laughs> yep, yeah, go ahead and just take care of that for me. <laughs> All right, educated man. I'm, I'm smart. Uh, you don't have to think I'm an idiot. So. <laughs> <laughs> I miss Peak Nick Cage so much. Oh, God. He's going to come back around. He's going to come back around in the next 10 years as an older... Jerusalem telling you that uh, that movie with Elijah Elijah Wood don't. had real promise. <laughs> trust. It's called Trust. The Trust. Fairmont Hotel. It's a grunge thing. They're writing the script in 95, 94, 95. Mm-hmm. Grunge was the thing. It was like it was the thing in the Northwest, especially. It, it, but the thing is, the, the funniest part about that statement is that by 95, by 94, 95, when they're making this movie, because that could have been something they added in the script in 95 when they're shooting it. Right. Grunge wasn't cool anymore. Grunge no. had already passed its cool point. Because Nevermind is 91, I think. Wait, what was? The Nirvana album, Nevermind. Oh. Um. I want to say 10, the Pearl Jam album is probably like 90. So like basically the transition of like the hot pop mu- hot pop rock music being grunge was like a good example would be like Bush had like grunge hits by like 95. Right, right, Bush right, was right. not grunge. Glycerine. Yeah, right. It grunge was like Alice in Chains, Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Screaming Trees, Soundgarden. Soundgarden. 89 to like 93. <laughs> I love it. Gah! <laughs> oh, Mac! <laughs> I knew it. Why might not surprise, surprise you, piece of shit. shit? One of the best. Peace, peace. <laughs> One of the best lines of the whole movie. Yeah. <clears throat> Honest answer, chat. Are we just talking about dumb shit over the movie too much now? I don't know. They're all engaged, man. Okay. Don't give them the option <laughs> to complain. <laughs> Like hell I am. <laughs> Who's Carla? Feisty. <laughs> Who's Carla? You <laughs> 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 need no basis. You don't need to know. 
They said more dumb shit, so I'm hoping that means they want us to keep talking about dumb shit. Uh, look, I've made the mistake of taking sarcasm literally on like, Twitter that's and how chats it before. <laughs> <laughs> you chemical freak. I'm a chemical super freak. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure that guy was a wide receiver of the Atlanta Falcons in 1992. I don't think so. Turned actor. <laughs> Morris Tourette's, that's his name. Just said Ter Terrell Owens. That's his <laughs> name. Uh, you're going to San Francisco. Uh, you got flowers in your hair. San Francisco. What is that? If anyone in the live chat can tell me what the fuck that is and why it's there other than to, for him to throw him off the roof, I need to know. I need to know why that thing is there and what it's it is. It's got to be like a... It's like the clothes... Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, it's from So we've got, we've got racial stereotypes. We've yeah, got sexual right. stereotypes. They talk Picasso no brush. <laughs> do we have time for a CCAL protein pack and some color? No, <laughs> but we do have time for bigotry in this film. <laughs> oh man. Here's the question. Do you think sitting down with Michael Bay, if you got him for an hour and you really got to ask these questions, like, do you remember like, What's your feeling on like these racial and sexual stereotypes in your movies for humor? I know it was 20 years ago. He's just like, like, what are you talking about? Do you think you might be like, yeah, at the time we thought it was funny. It's obviously not really. Well, this kind of thing in the 90s was completely acceptable. Just much, like, in, much in the same way that like in the 80s, like you watch like Purple Rain. Like obviously, I watched Purple Rain this week because right. of the stuff with Prince. Like what happened with Prince? <laughs> there's like domestic <clears throat> violence in that movie. It's like yeah, it's just like I don't. Some you watch some of those old movies and they just like. They've aged, and they have it. You know, like some shit just. I like that they prepared this buffet in less than ten minutes. Oh yeah. Um, so it's the Fairmont Hotel. I mean, a couple people they Prince, are saying it's a clothesline. Prince died this week. If is that what you're getting at? Yes. <laughs> For anybody that was wondering, I've listened to that song more in the last week than I have in my whole life. Purple Rain. Yeah, I do like that song. Is that a Prince song? <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. So. Don't. I've been thinking. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, I'm mean, honestly with Prince dying. It was one of those moments where it's kind of like when David Bowie died. Bowie, I had a I had a phase where I listened to a lot of Bowie. So mm -hmm. I could, when Bowie died, I could name ten oh, Bowie hits. This would hurt so bad. What you can't name ten Prince hits? Well, I was just trying to think. Like I know, I know. Freeze, Mister. I know of like a number of Prince like songs. Like Purple Rain is the most relevant Prince thing that ever happened. I know he did the Batman soundtracks. I grew up listening to it. Yeah. I know the song Purple Rain very well. Party Like the 1999 is a song I know. Oh God, His the Batman soundtrack is so good. It's really sweet. His pieces in pop culture, but like people talk about Prince, like he had like a dozen like huge pop hits. I just can't come up with them. Some yeah. It Let's go crazy, I guess. That's but what like, he did for music in yeah, general. Yeah, right. I mean, people are like talking about him performer. this week as basically the greatest pop musician of all time because mm -hmm. he transcended so many genres and he was so prolific. Interesting. It's like him, it's like him Jackson, and Bowie are yeah. like the three with like Elton John and Madonna kind of. 
and the Beatles. Like, that's Stones, I guess. I only have one question. It's, do you like your haircut? <laughs> this whiskey's going to be gone too soon. I can feel it. Yeah. <clears throat> I have it, another one. <laughs> isn't there more here in the studio somewhere? Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. I don't want to know nothing. He doesn't answer. He was unhappy with it. He looks <laughs> yeah, very handsome, very, though. He does. Um, yeah, it's interesting because uh, Chappelle's been doing his whole like uh, Prince dying as the Black 9/11 thing and yeah. his new uh, stand-up bit. He stopped by. Uh, <clears throat> he stopped by my. You said the Black 9/11? Yeah, that's what he calls it. He's saying Prince dying. I mean, they should, everyone should mourn together. Um, but yeah, he uh, <clears throat> he did a two-hour set at my comedy theater on Sunday this week. He's been popping up all over the place doing I heard a about Prince that, set. Yeah. I might actually go this Sunday. My dad's in town. I might take him on Sunday and see if maybe Chappelle shows up. Yeah, I'd be down. The last show I went to there was funny. The stand-up show with your brother? Yeah, David Allen Greer showed up. He was yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, they always have some big name on Sundays. <laughs> well, I have your ass. So I guess now we're talking uh, cultural geographic uh, prejudice. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm just borrowing your Humvee. Harmful stereotypes. All right, everybody. This is where, yeah, game blouses. My favorite, my favorite ever. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is the beginning of the car chase. Yeah. It's at 43.20. How long does this last? And is it too long for you or not, audience? We need to know. This is, in our opinion, the weakest part of the movie. It is. It's just too long and too stupid. It's not clean. It just doesn't add that much to the movie. I guess it shows how good Mason still is, even at his age, to be able to, like, escape. Right. But we don't ever doubt that. No. You just really, you just want them to get onto the rock. Exactly. You want more Hummel. Yes. You want more Commander Anderson. <laughs> Anytime, like, no matter what William Forsyth, Forsyth does, all I can ever think about, and even in, uh, even in um, Devil's Rejects, which I love that movie, uh, all I can ever think about is him and Deuce Bigelow. He's like, I got a tiny dick. I got spots on him. Like he's always, <laughs> he's like a hardcore cop in it that has like STDs and like really bad like sexual confidence issues. If you guys couldn't see what was happening, let me just say what's happening for you. <laughs> Need to find his daughter. Touching moment, and you got you gotta, you gotta find Stacy too. His daughter's friend, also very touching moment. Wonderful actress. <laughs> uh, this is a good opportunity for me to go use the restroom. Oh, are you leaving? You're just gonna leave me here, all by myself on camera. Leave him alone. Uh, hey, it's me, Andrew. Action movie anatomy. I don't know if this is allowed or not. See, I'm glad Hearst is on our page with this. This is it, guys. This is my moment to take over Action Movie Anatomy. If you guys want Ben off the show permanently, just keep watching.
Chemical Weapon Super Freak, that's a better driver than all the cops in San Francisco. Uh, I should have told Ben to go find more liquor before he came back. Alright, so we're at we're almost coming up on uh three minutes of this car chase. Hello? Right? Like crash through there and then all of a sudden they're in the yeah. Jade Angelou A N G Of course the old lady, the 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 black trolley driver that like has his freak out moment. He ain't gonna be safe nowhere. Like, come on, Michael Bay. Cruising USA. That game was so sweet. No, no. All right, guys. If you guys want to see the hunted on the show, just make it happen. Just, just everyone tweet at Ben and AMA podcast for the hunted. That's all we need. That's all I need from you guys. Oh, baby. And then, yeah, you got the wheel wheelchair basketball team coming through. Like it's obscene. <laughs> oh no. Mary, wait. <laughs> That's all I can ever think of when I when I see airbags go off in cars is dumb and dumber and Lloyd sitting in the the airport. Mary. Oh, please be, please be alcohol. Yes. God, this is why I love this man. I was like, I should have, I should have sent Ben to get us more alcohol. I'll be honest. I tried to stage a coup while you were gone to take over the show and run it by myself. What did they think? That motherfucker ain't safe nowhere. He ain't safe nowhere. <laughs> All right, well, let's finish this off first. Sometimes I think about working for, like, Jade Angelou, <laughs> A-N-G. Sometimes I think about working for, like, large, major, like, TV outlets. E, Access, Extra. Just, like, not even the same conversation no. as this type of thing. We can't sit here and watch our favorite movie getting drunk with our favorite fans. Yeah, like, this is, like, what we get to do because it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's okay. I'm a limo driver. I love it. Uh, All gone? No, let me just hit it one more time. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you started early. I did. That's true. Oh, Stacy. There she Hello, is. Hello, Stacy. All right, guys. First person to tell me what Stacy's real name is wins nothing other than my approval and love. Yeah. And maybe a pull off this. Why didn't you bring more? You knew I would fall victim. I, I can only. I literally filled it up to the top. How, how long did I make it? No. 17 minutes? Stacy. <laughs> yeah, it was like something like that. 
Hey, Stacy, you want to be Andrew's friend? Was she your favorite growing up? Oh, I didn't even like blondes, but I loved her. I loved Claire Forlani, too, for Meet Joe Black. <laughs> and not to be forgotten, she was in Mallrats, also. She was. I'm trying to think of years. Clerks was 94. Mallrats should have been 96. Chasing Amy should have been 98. No, really? 92. 97. Yeah. 97, because Dogma's 2000, I think. 2001, maybe? Yeah, I think 2000. 99. Okay. <laughs> yes, James, we really do have the best job. Here's a question for you guys. Those of you who are watching the live chat, uh, Drew and I have a portfolio of original show concepts that we've been talking about. Like, mm. really, like, fun stuff, movie Some stuff. Stuff you guys stuff. I'm sure would love. And we've talked to, like, a few of the networks, like, various people, brands you guys would probably know, just, just about kicking some ideas around. What are some of the brands and networks you guys like and respect that you would love to see us involved with as movie review people, you know? We're talking everything for anything from Schmoes, Joe Blow, like, uh, what am I forgetting? Schmoes, Joe Blow, Screen Junkies. Yeah. Just any of the digital media sources. Obviously, not to say that if you think it's a great idea we can make it happen, but just... Who are your favorites? Yeah, and we don't plan on going anywhere from Popcorn Talk, but it is always good to branch out. So if there is yeah. anything that you guys, any other media outlet out there that you love, let us know because we're, we're working. We're pitching. Media content, yeah. Yeah. Mystery men. Displain. I've rehearsed this speech a thousand times. 96. You know what I love about this part? Huh. Is this is a part in most action movies where you're like, this is such a fucking waste of time. This is ten minutes I could have never gotten back. But this 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 adds. It adds to who Mason is as a character. And Why it also adds to uh to to good spell, God spell, good speed, good and speed, Mason's God's relationship. Spell. He's like, ah, oh, your father's helping us out. <clears throat> Let's cut the chit chat a hole. So we got Screen Junkies and Cinefix are the are the two big ones out there. Cinefix, right now. huh? I've never even heard of them. Nor have I. I was just on TV fights. I like Screen Junkies a lot. Collider, as yeah, well. Yeah, I know Collider. Here's the first Cinefix. The top ten closing shots of all time. There better be the end of uh, Fight Club in there. It's a really good one. It's one of my favorite endings. Well, gee whiz, John. They learn to respect each other in this scene. They do. He yeah, understands. Three, that he's a three pe four people have mentioned Collider now. Looks like we should uh, start harassing them. They've got Ch a lot. Chit-chat, a-hole. <laughs> the rest of your natural fucking life. Hitflix, Cinefix. What would have... Who would Michael Bean have been if James Cameron never found him? Well, he's fucking sweet in Tombstone, and that's not Cameron. But... 
Is he, the, is he in the abyss? He is, right, Michael Bean? I think so. Fairly certain he's in the abyss. Look that up. 89, right? It's between Aliens and Terminator 2. But that's also uh, Ed Harris. Wasn't it written by... Yeah, he's in the abyss. Yeah, so... In the dark. For the tides to be right. <laughs> he didn't eat or drink water for three days, and then he swam the channel. That's how much of a badass he is. this guy. All right, you ready to work on this next uh, disgusting? What is this? Don't worry about it. Ugh. Cheers, guys. Ugh, it smells like rubbing alcohol. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> is this pineapple, like vodka? Coconut. Oh, God. <laughs> we didn't have many options. <laughs> I've drank all of them on Sunday I nights. I drank them all. Him and Roxy Stryer tapping into the popcorn talk whiskey. No, I didn't tell you that on Sunday nights, the, 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 for the entire f the stretch run, the final five episodes of the Walking Dead panel, Daryl and John and Joyce and I would spend an hour drinking before the show. Oh, that's <laughs> excellent. I mean, obviously watching. During, right, right. During watching. Watching the episode. <clears throat> but that started to just feel like a thing to do. It's great. All the whiskey was drank. I love this, man. We got people in fucking, we got people in England, we got people in Virginia, we got someone who's, it's like 9 o'clock at night where they are, like, I you, love guys, it. you guys are the best. It's fun. It's fun to have people love this stuff as much as we do. William? Fourth Scythe always looks like he's like, That's why you're coming with us. he's about to meet his daughter's boyfriend. <sighs> What's your problem? You're going to take Samantha out for dinner? <laughs> Defund combat. <laughs> Danny Nucci, baby. Killed it. Danny Nucci? Yeah. <laughs> He's been drinking a little bit too much today, too. <laughs> so here'd be a question for you. We're going to do Larkhole, Scotland. Boom. It's amazing. 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 Fort Worth, uh, Texas. We have done 50 episodes, right? Yep. And if you include the watch-alongs, actually, 52, 52 yes. Yeah. I choose to not include them. Yeah, it's different. It's a different thing. But... Uh, so some of the movies we love more than others, right? Like mm -hmm. Warriors is a great example of a movie that's not really our genre as much, but we love it so much, and we also had the director and the writer, so it's it's a pinnacle episode for us. Yes. But the movies that feel the most like what we want to do on this show, I wonder what the five movies we've done that just like, I have to say, The Edge feels like one of the five that feels the mm -hmm. most like this show. For whatever weird reason, certain movies just lend themselves to this type, or to our type of discussion more. Is Ed Harris an underrated actor? It's hard to call him underrated. He's got like four Oscar nominations or something. Yeah, it's tough. It's he's one of those. He's kind of like um, <clears throat> he's never been in the limelight, but he's phenomenal, and I think everyone knows that. Yeah, I was thinking about that when I got dressed today, man. I was get, sitting there and I was like, oh yeah, I don't need to put on a tie and wear some jeans. I go in there, yeah, and it's because we have 
the greatest fans in the world. Like they would rather have us sit down and watch our favorite movie with them yeah. than another week of the same thing that we do, <clears throat> which we love doing. But that's why our fans are the greatest is because like, they get it. They get what we want to do. They get what we love. And it's yeah. like, what would be better than to watch The Rock with our fans? Yeah. You know? Amazing. I mean, The Rock is easily one of the five, which is why we're doing two of them. Yeah. It just, everything about this movie feels correct. So The Rock would be... <clears throat> this is like the number one. And it is interesting to think about those movies that we did in the very beginning, like Air Force One and Speed and Live, Die, Repeat, when we were still hitting our stride as a, as a panel. Yeah. When the movies were already, you know, they were already there. Like Air Force One is probably one of the most genre-specific movies we've done on the show, but it doesn't feel like it because it was the first so episode. Early. So Live, Live, Die, as much as I love it, it's it's not the same kind of movie as it's fantastic, but it's not it's not kind of what I'm talking about. Yeah, there's a quality that some of these movies have. Some go over the top. It's like the ones that get me are the ones that I think I feel surprised by. Right. So I think that's why I would say the Patriot. <laughs> Patriot was really good it's for the so show. Good. That'd vie for a top five slot. Probably be right outside my top five if we we're gonna talk about the movies that fit the most, but close. I think. I think the Edge, Predator. Crimson Tide, The Rock. I'm trying to think there's another one that really just jumps off. Even Point Break, as much as I love it, I don't think it makes the top five. Right. And wait for the cavalry. It's my five. You were in the fight for lives. Yes. That's my fist. I don't know what the fuck that's I said your my fist bump. I don't know what I said my fist bump was. That might have been it. I might have said that was my favorite line. I think that might have been my favorite. Oh line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, my favorite line was General Hummel. We've achieved our position through. Yeah. Now yeah. to that much as resolve. I think that is my fist bump. That like. It's really sweet. It's the. Well, it's that or the shower room. Those are the two scenes. Oh, the shower room was the greatest. Those are the two scenes to me that like just as a kid I just remember like it's so intense. Pretty much. Any time General Hummel is in the movie, though, yeah, there's something. Just, he's, he's something happens. So all encapsulate, like he's yeah. All right, you know what? I'm gonna pull you. I'm out of here. Use the restroom. Nope. <laughs> oh, you guys ready to talk some smack about Andrew? Give me your computer right now. Don't go to my internet. Oh man. Yeah, Nate. You like my literal fist pump? You're goddamn right. Uh-oh. A bureau bonehead. What a good insult. Do these movies make your faves? Thief, 48 Hours, Heat Collateral. Okay, so 
Three of those are directed by Mike, Michael Mann. 48 Hours is directed by, like, fucking James Bangold or something. Uh, Heat is one of my favorite movies ever. Thief is, like, underrated. It's, like, very good, but, like, not... It's 81, I think. I think it's Michael Mann's first movie after the Jericho Mile from 78. Um, and then Collateral I love, obviously. Heat's top 15 or top 10 for me ever. Maybe top, top 10. 48 Hours doesn't chart for me. Thief doesn't chart, though I love it. Collateral is top 50. I love Collateral. Yeah. Ed Harris and History of Violence is great. Yeah, top five Michael Bay movies was this part of the episode. John C. McGinley, one of the great character actors of all time. Raider 1 is at the drop zone. Can't even snorkel. Did you see that incredible <coughs> Did you Walter see that Hill incredible Hill. edible arrangement out there in the in the lobby? Looked wonderful. It looks really good. <laughs> This coconut vodka is really just doing not the trick. Good. It's not good at all. You gonna drink it? Oh yeah. Goddamn right you are. Of course I am. We're gonna have to drive after this, so right around right around an hour fifteen, we're gonna have to just stop drinking. <laughs> we're gonna go eat pho. Oh yeah, we'll fill up. That'll be yeah, great. Yeah, we'll be fine. So keep drinking. We don't have to drive. I have to drive. <laughs> <laughs> I have to help. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other ones that like chart for me like in that in that conversation we were having it's, it's, the weirdest thing is there's a bunch of movies that feel like they would be that don't hit as hard like yeah. good examples Under Siege like, yeah, that's so funny as I was literally the exact example in my mind was Under Siege and then Crimson Tide on both ends of that spectrum Crimson Tide hit so yeah, hard. Yeah, it hits so hard. Yeah, Crimson Tide was like, ah, eh, that movie, and then it was like so perfect. Whereas like Under Siege should have been better. Like Under Siege just felt like one yeah. of the, one of the classics. Even like in a weird way. The, are you gonna honestly, say the Olympuses? Uh, that's not as surprising because they're yeah. newer. Yeah. But I was gonna actually say in a weird sort of way, as much as I loved both the Face Off and Con Air episodes. Yeah. It's no. like neither one of them really felt mm -mm. as much as like what we were looking for. I think it's because, I think if a movie's totally ridiculous, it misses a little bit. And if a movie's totally legitimate, it usually misses a little bit. Like, right. as much as I fucking loved Aliens and T2, those don't feel like our genre as much as some of those others. No. This is that part. This is the thing that our fan asked yeah. us about last week. Is like, why... Yeah, so there was a comment on YouTube, and he basically... The, the, the premise was, if Mason knew the timing and <laughs> gets through, but then he's able to just open the door from the inside... Why when he was he escaping the rock the other way, why wouldn't he have just gone through the door? Right. What is it about the door now or the door then that's changed to where he can just open it and he doesn't have to memorize this thing and then do it backwards? 
do they talk about here? Like, I'm gonna go through and open the door, or is it just like he it's, goes through? No, and they think these, they think he, they bail on him, or they so, think so. So maybe they think they're all gonna have to go through or figure it out or something. Right. But actually, but that still doesn't answer why he's able to just open the door. Maybe the door, he couldn't have opened the door before. Right, because it was still an operating prison, right? Something, yeah. That's if, what I thought. If he could have opened the door before, he just would have opened of the door. Of course. So, clearly he couldn't before. Yeah, see, this someone already said this is the one scene that bothers me in the film. Uh, Asif, yep. um, if you had a choice of three action movie directors from the following, would you choose Michael Bay... McTiernan or Cameron. Who are we choosing? What are we, what are we choosing them for? Be specific. It's just like if you had a choice of three action directors from the following. I mean, I would have to pick James Cameron. Well, it's easy, Cameron, but it, it really it depends you, on the type of so film. So, Steve, specify exactly what you are looking for. Like, what, what are we trying to achieve? Because Cameron's the best director of those directors. Right. But the, the other two bring... Welcome to The Rock. <laughs> Welcome to The Rock. <laughs> Welcome to The Rock. This cabinet minister, does he always travel on the wrong side of the water? <laughs> Oh, Predator. Predator's top five. <laughs> That's like your favorite episode, hands down, right? Uh, it's definitely top three. Well, I think my favorite episode's Looper. It's because it has that one really funny moment. Yeah, but I just love that movie so much. I love Looper. It has a great moment, but as far I'm not talking about the episodes as much as the movies and how they feel when we're watching yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm just trying to think what I'm forgetting. Because, like, Speed and Air Force One should have been. Yeah. A I feel like if movies, we did either of those movies now, it would be so much different than it was before. I think in the case of The Edge and Crimson Tide, they were both surprising is why we liked them so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which is, to me, actually why Predator is so impressive, because we both knew what we were getting into with Predator. Yeah. Yet it still was like... God, that movie's so sweet. Predator was still gang fucking gangbusters. Like... Maybe I'm losing my sex appeal. Nothing like getting gang raped in the showers in prison. Right, Bateman? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm trying to think, like... What movie is that? Oh, it's, it's horrible bosses where they're like getting in an argument about who would get raped more in the, in the bathrooms. <laughs> like, I would definitely, it would definitely be me. Have we done five cruise movies now? Uh, Edge, MI one, MI three, MI four, no, MI five. Oh no, MI three, four, three, five. four, five, and Samurai Edge and Minority. And Samurai and Minority. So six. So six. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> so biased. Like no ten. one else is even close. Solid ten percent of the show. Well, there goes all the rest of that fucking disgusting vodka. Yep. Next time I use the restroom, I'll stock us back up. <laughs> Where it's in the top shelf over there, right? <laughs> it's a, no, it's out back. Oh. Uh, Go pee. <laughs> there's a chance, guys. The the few of you that are interested in this, we may elect to surprise you with a Tom Cruise movie next week on the show. It's possible. There's a special circumstance that came that Asif reminded us of. Hey. And we're considering doing a specific Tom Cruise movie. I'll be honest, I've soiled myself. <laughs> if you know the show, here's the clue for you. 30 years ago. It's a uh, it's really way to go. Way to just give it away. Now. I was born. <laughs> I was going to say 30 years ago I was born. You weren't though. I know. It's a movie that Andrew has proclaimed on the show to not particularly like. I feel like that gives it away too. It all gives it away. We may or may not do it. We're 50-50. We're we'll decide within the day. It's a movie about two guys that have sex with each other on motorcycles. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how you watch the film. 
Actually, I didn't even fucking tell you this. What's that? We might have Simon Thompson, my co-host on Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead, come on as our guest if we do that episode. Oh, really? Because it's a Cruise movie, guys. He's interviewed Cruise ten times in his career. Ten fucking times. He's interviewed Cruise ten times? How bad do you want to be him? Carpets, like five, five, six minutes at a That's time. amazing. Was Hero. he the guy that sprayed him with water? Total hero of his, apparently. I got We got two people that said Top Gun already. 100%. Uh, uh, Jesse Bear here says, I laughed hard during the Predator episode. Just watched it again two days ago. Jesse, that is Ben's favorite episode, one of my favorite episodes. And also, Jesse, did you notice the slightly racist comment made by our good friend Jason? That episode, for whatever reason, I just I find I find funnier than most. Though I do have oh, to say, so good. When I I just told the end of this two weeks ago, I queued up the, oh, edge, the edge episode. Oh my god, we can't kill the bear, Charles. When I watched that episode the other day, I found myself like almost crying. I was laughing so hard. So the edge, I think, is all right. Let's, let's just shut the yeah, fuck up. Everyone, shut minutes. up. Everyone, shut up. Everybody, shut up. Shut up, Lutz. <laughs> Talk about a fist bump. All right, everyone. One of my five favorites. Shut up! In the history of movies. Commander. Bring the lives of your men. We're dead. We're dead. We're fucked. Foreign, sir, and, and domestic. That means them. Blood in the same mud. Well, I can't give that order. To the men following the general! God, the shots even are sweet. Really good. to go so bad. But that does not give you the right mutiny. You're down there. We're out here. here. You walk in the wrong goddamn, goddamn room, room, Commander. I will not give that order. I cannot <laughs> give that order. God damn it. Go. Ah. Ah. Can't wait for the fucking struggling sidearm. Oh. Ah. That guy really was trying. Of course, you'd do anything you could in that situation. Oh my god. Ah. Just a slaughter. It's the scene as a kid that just it sticks with me it's, more than any scene. Don't go. Don't go. Don't. Let go of me, man. Let go of me. Let, Let go. go of me. Serious fire. Because oh. he's noble. He doesn't want, he to doesn't want anyone to die. Let the whole point me. of this mission was to Nucci. pay tribute to fallen soldiers. Oh, God. He really sees the bloodshed Everyone's for the first time. Everyone's dead. Here we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's probably my favorite shot <laughs> from the entire scene. The black yeah. guy smiles. Tony yep. Todd. Tony yep. Todd. Just... <laughs> And then the one one shot, one kill from Waste These Fuckers. Boom. Ah, uh, dude, I'm like, I'm like. Let me clarify for everybody watching. 
You just said the black guy does that. It's Tony Todd. Neither of us are saying that it's the black guy that did that. We just forget his name half the time and say that. And it's 2016. Come on, people. Get comfortable with race. I just mean, like, we're in the heat of the moment. I know. just want to clarify for you. <laughs> there's, there's actually three of them. Wow. Just done. So, Michael Bay started as a music video director. Oh, and oh God. So, the most interesting thing about Michael Bay, if you, if you really want to analyze him as a director and why his movies are so memorable, is actually that his staging, blocking, and lighting is pretty remarkable. It is. More than most directors. He has, like, such an incredible epic sense of light. Uh, even, like, that's something like yeah, that. Yeah, even that is great. He just has you a can't really even tell you can't see the actors at all, but the backlighting. He just has such a strong sense of it. I mean, that whole scene, as you mentioned while we were watching it, is shot so well. That, that's actually the thing. If you go watch those Transformers movies, those Transformers uh, movies are beautiful. I don't care lit. what anyone says about Transformers. The first Transformers movies is one of the greatest sci-fi action movies ever. And it's funny. Shia LaBeouf is so He's funny. He's really good. Yeah. And Megan Fox is so hot, and Optimus is so epic. Child Boss gonna end up being a massive, massive star in our life. One day. Yeah, he's 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 like already like he's already like I think I really I really think he's gonna go the distance. I think he'll kinda bounce back into the major line. Here we go. Gregory Spore letter. Yeah. That's let's waste these fuckers. That's yep. Captain Darrow. Yep. Captain Fry, excuse me. Darrow's Tony Todd. Yep. Alright, any what what were the comments during that scene when we were fully fangirling out? Eh, they they were I mean our our trap our chat went pretty quiet. Someone did reference the uh, Star Dad, Wars. Sir. What? Star Wars episode, uh, episode three. Uh, you were the chosen one. Oh, yeah, of course. I have the higher ground. Yeah, it's amazing. <clears throat> That's the best. You were my brother. That's, That's the, the best, best scene in the entire three, three yeah. movies. Yeah. That scene's sweet. I loved you. Yeah. Really good. Host of that soda, Captain. Tony Tata wants to kill. Of course he does. You've made a grave mistake. You made a grave mistake. One of our brothers have died in vain. God damn you for making me do this. God damn you for making me do this. God, he's so epic. I've heard he's as difficult as they come to, to, to like, he's just a difficult dude at Harris. It doesn't, it doesn't surprise me at all. No, I mean, it's, I feel like he's one of those people that, like, really, really pays tribute and respect to the craft of acting. Yeah. He's a guy, if I could ever find some situation to sit down with him and really talk about his career, it would really make would me happy. It would be mind-blowing. Especially knowing back to him doing... Theater in New York thirty yeah. years ago. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, man. Like when people tell me about actors being pricks on set, if they're just like a prick to your sound guy or your grip for no yeah. reason, that's different. As opposed to being a prick to everybody all the like Annette Benning on the set of American Beauty was I heard the biggest c word you'll ever meet in your life all the time. But if you watch her character in the movie, that's who she is. Yeah, right. And the reason she does it so perfectly is because of that. It's method. 
Did you hear any of the stuff with Jared Leto as the Joker? Did you hear, did yeah, you? yeah. He sent used condoms and dead yeah. animals and like, yeah, like disgusting shit to all his castmates. And and you know what? We've already talked about Jared Leto on our show. Yeah, that dude told America to go fuck itself, and yeah. then went and won an Academy Award and a Grammy in the same year. You know, it's amazing. I'm a little drunk. Are you really? I just want more. Welcome to Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> Jonathan Peck asked this question twice. What do you think of a Christopher McQuarrie, Michael Bay collab starring Tom Cruise? Oh, my God. I'd lose my shit. Except the problem is I just, as sad as this is to say, I would say that I think The Rock as a success is more of a mistake, more of an accident mm -hmm. than people realize. Yeah. Because Bay... Not to say that he couldn't regain form, but, like, I just don't he's really tired. think. He's tired. I think he's tired at this point. I don't like what he does nowadays. I don't either. I didn't like Pain and Gain. I, no. I, I respected the attempt. And Pain and Gain could have been so sweet. Pain and Gain was like, if somebody like P.T. Anderson or, like, a really good art house director did that movie, with the same cast even, it could have been so good. could have been he so good. He has all the guns good. now, sir. <laughs> yeah. That movie just missed the mark. It wasn't terrible. It just it didn't know what it wanted to do. It didn't know if it wanted to be a Michael Bay action movie or if it wanted to be a fucking really fucked up black comedy. Right. And it was just confusing. It was right in the middle of both. <clears throat> the other question we just got asked is, if you could ask Cage one thing, what would it be? And you know what? For me, I love Nick Cage, and I really respect his career, but I think for me the the question I would want to ask Nick Cage the most is what was the biggest misstep in your career in your eyes? Not in the eyes of your agent or your manager or anything. In your eyes, what was the biggest misstep of your career? Misstep. And if he said The Rock, I'd, I, I would be shocked, and I also wouldn't be at all. I would say... If he told me that the biggest misstep in his career was going from winning an Academy Award for a leading man into doing a Michael Bay action movie, I would be like... Totally, man. Well, as and, and anybody who's watching this, I'm assuming has watched our Rock episode already, but I, when he filmed this and he had done Leaving Las Vegas, I, nobody had any idea that movie was going to be what it was yet because he won the Oscar in March, but like right. it was totally off the radar. Like, but this was, is a question that's kind of like hindsight is 2020. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, fully. So I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think what because a misstep really would have been something more like in the mid-2000s when he was like, I'm going to make multiple Ghost Rider movies and I'm going to okay, make World Okay, so, so his misstep like, was, was becoming addicted to buying, like, artifacts and antiques and spending he, yeah. millions of dollars on shit that didn't because matter. Because he went bankrupt. I'm, yep. I'm just trying to think, like, what question would I really want to ask Nick Cage? Like, what would be the one that, like, would really, like... I told you, like, one of the first big parties I ever went to in Los Angeles, my first big Los Angeles party was at Nick Cage's son's house. No, I didn't know that. Oh, really? There's no. pictures of Nick Cage all over the place and his family. And, you know, it was like his son's place that he'd taken over and his, like, hot porn star girlfriend. Uh, but it was just so weird. His son was so – he's, like, a goth. Like, uh, he looks like he should be in, like, a goth metal band. But um, just going there was super surreal and weird and, like, getting an inside look to one of your favorite actors' lives yeah, and how I much his son had, like, how much disdain he had for him. Yeah. You know, you know what I think I might ask him is, looking back at the at the full history of your career, and I'm talking every single role to like 81 all the way to the present. Mm -hmm. What are three to five of the roles you can think of in your life that you would have done for free? For free? Looking back on the experience, 
looking back on the character. Looking it should have been that. It should have been that stretch right in the middle of his. I mean, uh, like leaving Las Vegas, uh, raising Arizona. I mean, yeah, like the like right in there. Well, yeah. But then, okay. So what about raising Arizona adaptation? And A anybody who knows anything will will agree that Nick Cage, if you know your shit, has been amazing. Like. A half dozen times, like oh, adaptation, absolutely. raising Arizona, like leaving Las in, Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas, he was very good in like a couple movies, like uh, Rumblefish is really good. Even this, he's Wild at Heart is really good. Some of these '90s movies, like he really took risks in movies like Bringing Out the Dead. He really tried. Mm -hmm. um, Matchstick Men, like I like Matchstick Men. The Weatherman. Although it is hard to, s yeah, Weatherman. I adore. Great. Like he, the Port New Orleans, the Bad Lieutenant movie. Like he's done. And then even even some of that stuff from the '80s, like he was trying to be in movies that matter, like Flyboys, Cotton Club, like uh, Moonstruck was a huge one. Like he's mm. Nick Cage had a big career, so I guess what I mean is like looking back for him, I wonder which roles he would say yeah, if he could I, do them again now. He'd do I'd agree, free. Gregory Castillo saying the the end of the '90s was kind of when I stopped caring about Nick Cage. I mean, although Weatherman and Adaptation still happened right afterwards, it felt like that's when you stopped caring. Well, 2000 to 2006 is the kind of stretch where he's like still a commercial actor who had started to lose respect. <laughs> so basically, National Treasure is the is the that's the one where you can be like, yeah, this guy's no. But that's longer like one of those things that the movie made so much money. Yeah. Nate Martinez goes, "Good questions. I just asked if he banged Jolie on the set of Gone in 60 Seconds." <laughs> That's a very good question. It's a great question. I would love to know the answer to that. Look, guys, stick with us. Uh, it, <laughs> either. On our show, we'll get Nick Cage, or I'll probably interview oh, him at some point yeah. in some press I do. Like, he, he's not that big anymore. I'm telling you right now, man, Bateman and I love what we do, and we, we, we work hard every day to, to further our careers. Tom Cruise, Nick Cage, those interviews will happen one day. Yeah, the Tom Cruise interview is near and dear to my heart. All right, poor Rangers fan here has asked like five times, has anyone seen Above the Law? I actually have not seen Above Cigar, the Law. Cigar, are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, I've seen Above the I Law. I haven't seen it. <clears throat> Also, they want us to talk about face-off. I don't know exactly what you want. Uh, Jonathan, I need you to be more specific because we, yeah, like, we don't want to just keep talking over the movie here. I Actually, we do want to keep talking <laughs> over the movie, but I wanted to specifically Look, answer your question. We did this fucking movie last week on the show, yeah. so anybody who's like upset we're not talking about it enough, go watch the episode. Yeah, go watch the episode. <laughs> it is filled with brilliant insight. <laughs> that was a good episode. Yeah, it was a great episode. I pitched a really good spin-off. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Are you embarrassed of your performance? No. <laughs> I mentioned Alicia Vikander, which is really all that I need. That was a win. <laughs> we did a face-off episode, too, which is very fun. Yeah. You're shooting too close to the rocket. Not the rocket! Actually, anybody in this chat, in, in case you don't know this, the very first episode we ever did, Air Force One, there's a fake audition... For oh, Nick Cage so good. auditioning for the role that Gary Oldman played in Air Force One. Uh, and you can find it somewhere like around the, the 40 to 50 minute mark in that episode. And it's it's a fake audition of him auditioning for the role. And it's actually very funny. This part I like, you know why I like this? Is because he just shoots the thing a lot and it falls on him. Yeah. It doesn't show him shooting the two cables that it's hanging no. from. No. I would have been so annoyed by that. No, 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 no! Don't, 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 don't apologize, Jonathan. Please don't apologize. Zero part of you. We yeah. love, we love, we love face off, and we would love to answer your question about it. We just, or, or we'd love to talk about it. We just want to know specifically 
what about Face Off? So we can talk over the movie about Face Off <laughs> yeah, more. Because we will talk about Face Off. Gladly. <laughs> Gladly. I'm telling you. Jonathan... I don't know if you know Ben and I, but Ben and I will talk about any movie we like way longer than anyone wants to hear about it. Yes. You just let us know what you want to know, and we will go for it. Well, that's about... <laughs> <laughs> what, you want me to kill him again? It happens. We do kill him again. This one does. <laughs> I drove a Volvo. Beige one. A beige one. You cut me some friggin' slack. Their makeup's actually not bad either. Yeah. And Cage is transforming. <laughs> He's transforming. He is becoming. Before our very eyes. Nate Martinez, I love Equilibrium so much. I watched it the other night. It's not a good movie, but it's so fucking sweet. He said that or you said that? He asked thoughts on it. Those were my thoughts. I saw Equilibrium a long time ago. Only the one time. I remember liking it, not loving it, feeling like it was the cult classic, less budget version of The Matrix. Yep. Uh, Christian Bale's sweet. The gun caught is very cool. It's also sweet that fucking uh, Sean Bean is in it. <laughs> I've, never had, I've never and had... And Tay Diggs. I've never had a particular... Uh, Desire to watch it again? It's sweet, dude. But I would certainly be willing to. Like, do not move, move that. that. Just back away. Just back away. These things are fucking hurting my ears like none other. Air Force One. It was the perfect storm. I saw your show and 15 minutes of the movie on cable the same day. Had to go home and watch the DVD, then go back and comment on your show. I was hooked. That's Brian Hurst from really? episode number one. Wow. My boy. It was a very different show back then. It was very... Hurst, honestly, this is going to be your moment right here. How different is the show now from episode number one. Yeah, and can you give us like three things that you notice now that really stand out like, that are different? I know that Ben and I's rapport is a lot better, which is funny because him and I were already best friends, but we were not we were not used to communicating on a talk show. But yeah, man, that's 50 episodes ago. That's a year ago. You spent you, a lot of hours with us since you then. You spent a lot of time with us, brother. Joyride. <laughs> Ben doesn't like horror movies. I do. It's fine. I watched two in the last week for press reasons. What'd you watch? The Darkness. Uh huh. And also the Holidays anthology. Yeah. Uh. Love equilibrium. Matrix was. 
I like the tit for tat. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I like talking shit to Ben if that's what you mean. If that's what you mean. <laughs> I know you didn't like what I just showed you on my phone. <laughs> I know you didn't like that. You thought it was obscene. I'm not going to apologize. So here we go. You guys cut a lot of fat. You used to delve more into behind the scenes, and now you let your... I already know. I, th I already think I know where you're going to go with that natural passion. To, yeah, I agree, man. Yeah, we used to spend a lot more time on behind the scenes, and it wasn't. It just wasn't as interesting. Here we go. We got Nate Martinez. Been watching the beginning still. More fun, casual atmosphere that's been daring and entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking idiot! You're fucking idiot! We still like the behind the scenes stuff, but it just seemed like without a guest, we were just regurgitating research. Right. As it was like we we were just reading aloud what Wikipedia and Google wrote down. Yeah, I mean you could read all you want. We'd read we'd read press interviews, we'd read notes, we'd seek trivia out, but you guys can do that on your own if you really want to. Here we go. More animated energy, more relaxed, too tense early on. I definitely agree with that. Definitely less like co hosts and more like buddies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we that's why we made it two man shows. Ben just showed Andrew the picture of an of old Melisandre on him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so back to Jason Peck who asked, "This is this sucks because I wish John C. McGinley had yeah. a sweeter death. Like I wish you just saw him burn to death or something. Like I know that's fucked up to say, but yeah. it'd be so much better than him like catching on fire and then just falling." John C. Absolutely. Yeah, love John C. So Jonathan Peck says, "Who do you think is more over the top in Face Off, Travolta or Cage?" Definitely Cage. Definitely Cage, and uh, it's 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 Cage playing. It's when yeah. Cage plays the opposite role. That's so sweet. Yeah, exactly. Just basically the shot and the scene when he grabs the choir girl's ass at the beginning. When when Cage grabs the choir girl's ass at the beginning, so good is my favorite part of the whole movie. Fun yeah. trivia fact: that's actually Stacy from The Rock. <laughs> it's not. It's not. I wish it was. Uh, I think we need one last little topper on these glasses. Yeah, go, go, please, God, thank God. God, I just wanted more alcohol. I didn't know how to make him go. We really do love you guys so much. You have no idea. It's funny because, like, all the action in this is, like, like, I don't even really believe this part. Like, when Cage is doing any of the action. Or, or, or Connery. <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> Part 
personally, I think these are fucking idiots. Do it. <laughs> yeah, right. I love you guys. Give me more alcohol. Ah, <laughs> oh, Jesus, Jess Bear, Jesse Bear. That episode, uh, I don't really like to talk about that episode much, but uh, episode two, Live, Die, Repeat, if you guys go and watch that, you'll realize that I started to have a horrible hot flash during that episode. And not only did I have a horrible hot flash, I realized I was having a horrible flat, hot flash, which made it all the like that much worse. Like, you know when you're, like, doing something embarrassing and then you realize you're embarrassing and you start to sweat more? Like, oh, God. Yeah, that's what happened. So if you guys go back and watch that episode, I'm drenched, like, 30 minutes in. Dude, I, these our fans are the fucking best. Uh... Uh, so people are really, really want us to get on movie fights. They say we'd be the top 10% of people that have been on there. <clears throat> They're talking about on here how they think, uh, you know, to ask them what they love about the show. Okay, so uh, they love, uh, they watch shooting shit about movies, us having a good time, me sweating. So guys, uh, here's, here's a thought for you. Uh, Oh, real, real talk. Real Our talk. Lists on a slide so we could see. Real talk. So, uh, as far as movie fights goes, we have an in now. Not only is Roxy Stryer a longtime guest of the show, uh, the host of TV no, fights. Oh, my computer died, guys. Well, they can still hear us, though. Yeah, I know. Not only is Roxy the host of TV fights. Do you not have your charger? Just talk. Uh, but I was also just on TV Fights and incidentally won my first episode. So I, I have a little bit more of an in there. Yeah, he actually beat uh, our good friend, John Roka. Roka. Yeah. So if you guys want to see us on Movie Fights, this is what I recommend you do. If you're already on Twitter, great. If you're not, get on Twitter. Follow our podcast, at AMA Podcast, and us, at Ben Bateman Media and at Andrew Guy. Tweet at Screen Junkies. I'll, everybody, let them know you want us on Movie Fights. Um, I'll retweet, I'll quote, all that stuff. Help us out. If you guys want to see us on the show, I mean, we would love to go on this show. The show's yeah, awesome. We would love to. So try to get us on. I mean, uh, you know. Also, uh, you guys asked, how did you guys get together with Popcorn Talk to create the show? And as Steven has so, so politely mentioned, yeah, they helped us. But yeah, Ben, ben started doing work for After Buzz, and him and I used to work together, and we came up with the idea of a show, and we talked to Stephen about it. Stephen Lemieux, who's the EP of uh, Popcorn Talk, who's a fucking gangster and a badass, and who's yeah. been supportive since day one. Yep. 
And yeah, we just kind of came up with an outline and everything. Like, ah, speak of the devil, he just walked in the room. You can't see him, but you can tell by my excitement, he's here. He's going with the charger. Oh, yeah. oh my God, he's got a charger. It's a universal laptop charger. In the yeah, in the early days, guys. In the early days, we uh, we discussed the concept. There he is, right there for a show. And uh, obviously, it's we've developed a lot since then. A lot of games, a lot of fun stuff, but. Uh, but Steven has really been there since the very beginning being like, this is what you need to change, this is what you need to fix, this is what works, this is what does not. Very driving force behind it. He's a lot, a lot of support, a lot of faith in the show, loves the show, and works so many hours you guys could not even comprehend for Popcorn Talk. Yeah, He's pretty much he lives does, here. Yeah. Ben and I... Fucking idiots, sir. Would you prefer to be stuck on the rock with Ben or with, with you? Uh, Asif, I don't really know you that well, unfortunately. I, I kind of got to go with Ben just because he's my <laughs> best friend. But I might go with you. You might be better. I mean, who knows? You might be able to open up the cell from being inside with a with a blanket. Asif's got a lot of knowledge about Top Gun. So <laughs> for what that's worth. Well, that's worth, it's worth nothing. He's reading into his eyes that he's not a killer. He's a I was just going to say it's so interesting. In, in, in moments with Hummel doing things like that, he does it with David Morris, too. You never for one second think that Hummel's just going to execute someone. Even him. Never. Him, him executing that guy is not even close to the same level as, as Oldman executing the woman on Air Force One. It's an intense scene. Okay, yeah, that's a better question. Would you rather be stuck on the rock with Ben or with Andrew? Let me tell you right now, guys, I can hold my breath for 40 minutes. I can swim that channel underwater. Listen, guys, I don't need to hold my breath for 40 minutes. I need to hold it for six because I and Tom Cruise are best friends. How's that going to get you off the rock? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I just I'll did just there. call him. <laughs> 52 minutes of deadline. Tony Scott moment. Boy. Uh, here's a question for you guys. We've talked on the show quite a few times recently. Boy. About writing an action movie together, Andrew and I? No, I really think that's, I think that's a legitimately that's a real idea we need to do, man. Would you guys like what if what if we what if we launched like a like a Indiegogo or like a Kickstarter to make an action movie, Andrew and I? Would you guys contribute? Would you guys help us make an action movie? I'd pitch in. As would I. <laughs> what you guys will be paying for with that Indiegogo money is bottles of alcohol and pizza <laughs> while we sit around and write a movie. But honestly, I know this is the thing we talked about a few times. I really do think at this point you and I could write one of the greatest action movies of all time. I agree. Yeah, We've spent so much time with the genre. We just know, yeah, we know the genre intimately. Fantasy Stats Guru, uh, I was never on After Buzz, actually. I was brought on specifically for this show. Ben's very first show, I remember him and I were sitting on a couch as he was signing up for After Buzz, figuring out... Uh, we've already done Aliens, Crimson King. You've got to go back and check out that episode. It's one of our favorite episodes. You've got to go one. watch yeah, it. Ryan <clears throat> uh, yeah, Ryan Brookhart. Yeah, Ryan Brookhart, who's a director of horror movies, came on... Um, Super awesome guy. Great episode. Uh, back to what I was saying, Fantasy Stats Guru. Ben's very first show, we were sitting on a couch trying to figure out what show he should not audition for, but like... You have to go hey, through a screening process Yeah, it's here. a screening process. is the show I'd like to do. We were sitting there watching trailers, and Ben decided on The 100, which he is still a panelist on. And if you follow The 100... Um, which, if you don't, guys, you should. It's a, f it's an awesome show. It's yeah, very it's really engaging. Good. It's so much better than you think it would be. 
Ben had an incredible hour-long interview with Ricky Whittle, who was one of the leads on that show, about some of the controversial issues that have gone on on the hundred over the last few months, several months. So definitely check that on or check that out, and um, check out the hundred and check out Ben's after show on the hundred. It's awesome. It's a good time. Thanks, man. Yeah, I don't really like you that much. They paid me to say that. <laughs> But how, in the name of Zeus's butthole, did you get out of your cell? I can't wait for Liquor League to start again. Oh, God. I'm, like, getting so antsy already. I can't have another bad year. <laughs> you and Jeff both. Fuck Burns. <laughs> I'm on a hot streak right now with fantasy. Are you? Have you won? I just won my fantasy basketball league. Won cash. Got you third liquor in liquor league, league twice in a row. Have you won the liquor league? No, I haven't. All right. Well, that happens, then we can talk. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rabbit Trade secret, my it's, it's a rabbit smoking a pipe. It's a rabbit, rabbit smoking a pipe. What a what a fantastic thing for you to know, Charles. I love this. Yeah. I love how annoying Fry gets. You can feel the tension building. Hey, cheers, buddy. Cheers, brother. Cheers to this delicious coconut vodka. It's one of my favorites. <sighs> Annoying little fucker. Mason. <laughs> yeah, I did a couple of those, the Monday Night Football panels. With Steph, right? Uh, I think Steph was absent the weeks I was there, but mm -hmm. Tina Cap was on it with me. You know, guys, it's interesting. Uh, he, yeah, Hummel's not a psychopath. He's misguided, but he's not crazy. And someone else said, if I was Hummel, I would shoot him referring to Fry. That's not who he is. Like, General Hummel is... They he, work for him, you know? He, he respects is, that. Well, that, and also General Hummel is kind of a pacifist. You know, like, he... The whole this whole thing is based off of a bluff. He was never going to launch that rocket into San Francisco. And I think the problem with Hummel, the, what makes him a little bit of a psycho, but the, the, his biggest psychotic trait is this belief that people are good. No, it's the belief that he can have it both ways. He can threaten lethal force, but also bluff. And it's like you can't. That's why David Morris gives him that look. 
Right. Because David, David Morse is like, knows. he gets it. He's like, you can't put yourself in the situation. Hire a bunch of mercenaries. These aren't these guys aren't fucking around. He's like, you yeah. hired these guys. They're the, they're for real. Yeah. They're gonna fire the rockets. They're marines. Like, what are you doing, Frank? Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> so we're about to get to the death of General Hummel here in the next 20 minutes or so, about 10 minutes. Guys, I gotta ask you, what is the best? villain death that you can think of because General Hummel dying in the slow motion with his eyes going crossed and my god what have I done what have I done there is not many better deaths out there for a leading villain in a film what do you guys like more the ones that immediately pop into my mind for villain deaths are Commodus at the end of Gladiator is a very very good death um Let's see, Hans Gruber's is a classic one, but it's not, as, it's not as yeah, it's not as impactful for me. Uh, great deaths. I mean, Ed Harris at the end of Enemy at the Gates is so fucking sweet. I'm trying to think of some of our other top movies who like when the villains die. Tommy Lee Jones and Under Siege is pretty great. It's good. The knife getting stabbed. I mean, the eye getting poked out, the stab through the eye. Or, excuse me, the eye getting poked out and the stab in the forehead. This one, hands down, Hans Gruber. Hans Gruber. Hans is really good. Oh, the Patriots stabbed in the throat. Good man. My sons were better men. It's good. Uh, Heath Ledger's death in the Patriot, one of my favorites, when Tavington throws uh, the you do love that. Throws the gun. Yeah. I love that Tavington made such an impact on me. I love that. I yeah. love how much <laughs> you love that movie. It made me love it that much more because I really love that movie. There's a few, only a few examples on both sides of us where that happened, but yeah, like Crimson I, Tide was one for me. Crimson Tide, yep. The Edge, yep. Point Break, those were like the three. Yep. The Patriot was a big one. Cruise and the Collateral. De Niro getting shot by Pacino and Heat. Yeah, that's a really good. Day. Yes, Enemy of the Gates is the World War II sniper film with Judd Law about Vasily Zaitsev, I've the never greatest s- sniper. I've, I've never seen that movie. I know, man. You gotta watch that movie. Idea episode 60, 65. You should do a Q&A. What kind of questions and answers would you like, James? Really? Bill on Kill Bill. You got you like the five-point exploding heart huh. technique? I thought that uh, Daryl Hannah's death was better. Football game. I'm William Forsythe. Still have some lead left in your pencil. Alien Queen sucked out the airlock. The Predator, you win, but I'm taking you with me. Those are both really Those are good. great. Yeah. God, I fucking love you guys. I love you guys so much. You're the greatest fans out there. Cheers. I'm going to piss on myself. i got to go to the bathroom The scene again. in Aliens when she – we've said talked about this a lot. When Ripley sees the alien queen as she's walking through the hive and she notices the eggs yeah, coming out. Yeah, that's, that's one of and the she greatest yep. And she flamethrowers the nest. That's a top scene for me. Oh, it's amazing. David Morse knows this whole time he's not going to do it, right? Of course. You can see it in his eyes. Damn him. Damn that man. Damn him. Damn that man. 
What one man can do, another, another can, can do. do. Say it again, Bob. Say, say it again. It, say it again, Bob. What you gonna do, Bob? What, Bob? Can't do it sober. Can't do it sober, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it sober, Bob. Oh, there he goes. There's the man with the plane. What, Bob? <laughs> what the fuck is going on? David Morris is so perfect in this movie. It's very good. He's so overlooked in this film. It's very intense. Oh, my God. Okay, Gregor Castillo, I could not agree with you more. The end scene when he kills – oh, God, what is his name? Who, what? I mean, the Gates? Mo Mo no, in, in Last of the Mohicans. Oh, yeah, it's when he uh, Magua. Magua. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Scene. That is one of the greatest – I the first time I ever saw that movie – I watched that end scene yeah. ten times in a row. It's really good. Amazing. Good crap, Gerald. I love this part. Do it, Frank! I'm asking you as a... Yes. Are they? I'm asking you as a friend. The first thing is I'm at, yeah. By here, uh, yep. No, by a man with a gun. Fucking so sweet. I thought you were ready to kill. God damn! Love it. I thought you were ready to kill. I'm warming up. God damn it! It's so good. <sighs> it's Michael Bay's best movie by we far. We did a uh, we. Fantasy Stats Guru, we did a uh, crossover episode with Taking a Pelham 123 <laughs> and Monster Squad with Guilty Movie Pleasures. Yeah, that was a fun one. It was a long time ago, but it was a lot of fun. Andrew holds to it that he dislikes the movie Taking a Pelham 123 <laughs> greatly, but that's just to fuck with me. There's, but there's scenes in that movie he thoroughly enjoys. Do you know that this is the same... I believe it's the same actor that plays the president in this and Pearl Harbor, or is it Armageddon? John Voight in Pearl Harbor, I think. Yeah, I think you're right with Armageddon. Frank Hummel. Cheers, bud. Cheers, buddy. <sighs> Stanley's not a very good swimmer. And the, the greatest thing about this movie is, even though most of the great scenes have already happened, you still have the green Rocket flares, Man. Yep. I I see green smoke. You've got the the and the BX, shit weasel death. Yep. All three of those. Those are all great scenes. Oh, and the fucking General Humble death. You have four more great scenes in this movie, uh, and we're at hour fifty-two into the movie. How many movies can you say that about? You're None. almost two hours Especially in and you have four movies like these you cannot say. Four to five great scenes left. Oh, God. Okay. Uh, Con, I God, love God. the negotiator. I love the negotiator. Everybody yeah. in this room wants his dead. I wonder why that is. 98? Like 
Oh, here we go. Alright, everyone shut up again. There is no fucking way. I want my fucking money! My fucking money! Stand down, Captain! He's got such a shit weasel look. Hurst, I promise you we will get you some sort of mug one day. I swear to God, we'll get you some Should sort of mug. Should we just come mug. clean about the mugs right now? No. <laughs> There's no coming clean. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mug. I love that they just watch this going down because they know. Oh, God. This is so good. This one? It's been the greatest honor of my life to serve with you, Major. But as you said, we're through. It's over. It's been the greatest honor of my life serving with you, General. Like he said, it's over. God damn it! But as he said, God, he's so good! It's over. It's over. Oh, what a fucking gangster. Except for he should have shot him in the goddamn head. Ah. There it is, right there. The look, and the double look, and the shots. Ah! Oh! It's a really good death. It's so good. And then the slow motion on the wall, like everything. Oh. I also love that they run in and they kind of save him, but they also are just using him for the information. Yeah. But it's because they know. It's because they know. They don't even try to save him, though. I love that. No. Where's the last rocket? Go. It's a fucking great death. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah, no, both, but so is this one. What are your thoughts on good actors switching over to bad guys and which actor made the transition the best? Well, you know, Albert Brooks in Drive is one of the greatest ones I've ever seen. That is phenomenal. Was he only primarily a good guy in the 80s? I mean, I don't know about that, but, like, 
you know, one of my favorite things is when I talk to people at Albert Brooks lately, they're always like, oh, that's Nemo's dad. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it is Nemo's dad. It's also the guy that slit Brian Cranston's wrist while he was shaking his hand. I think in the 80s, though, though, don't quote me on this because I don't know Albert Brooks' history that well, but I think in the 80s he played a lot of cheesy villains, which is kind of why the drive thing happened. Right. But <laughs> one of my favorite lines here is when Tony Todd's like, I don't listen to soft-ass shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh no, but but so okay, Cruise and Collateral is a really good one. That's that's like a classic. Yeah. That, that's a, that's one of my favorite guy like you know heroes. Daniel Day Lewis and in uh, Gangs of New York and they're really blood. good. Yeah, yeah, those are great. Um, there's a movie if anyone here has ever seen, shout out, let me know, called At Close Range, where Chris Walken. You're the Rocket Man. Christopher Walken plays. Uh, Sean Penn's dad in At Close Range. He's a really good villain. Right. All right. I got to do it again. Bathroom, eh? You guys are all talking shit to Ben, but it's going to be me this time. Were they talking shit to me? Give me the computer. Give it to me right now. Skadoosh. Wow, guys, we have Roxy Stryer joining the chat as we speak. Andrew made me come in. Crazy. Didn't see that coming. Say hi to Roxy, everybody. Hi, guys. Does Roxy know this movie? Of course she doesn't. She doesn't <laughs> know The Rock. <laughs> yeah, that's what my nickname is, too. How's it going, Rox? It's so fun. Oh, this is great. These green balls here, they're the most deadly gas known to man. So they destroy you. You spit your guts out. Your skin melts off. You're going to see right now a great scene happen. Classic. <laughs> Where's I just came to say hi. I'm going to leave you now, though. You're really going to leave right now? In like a minute. Although this movie is great. Wait till you see the scene. You Watch through the scene where it happens, where Gregory Sporletter gets the thing shoved in his mouth. It's a good scene, I promise. Here we go. He's this movie's shit weasel. What's a shit weasel? Tate Donovan versus Dad in uh, the OC. Characters like that. Is a shit weasel? They're shit weasels, yeah. You can just tell he's a shit weasel from the second you see him. I like I like her dad in that movie. I mean, in that show. I know him from the West Side a little bit, but he he's still a shit weasel in that show. Okay. Oh, the first lady of AMA. Look at that. Don't go. Don't go. Wait, no, no don't. I have to. No, 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 no. You got to see the scene. Okay. She, I'm trying to make her watch the scene where shit weasel gets the thing in his mouth. 
Oh, she's going to go? Did everybody like the drop-in from the queen of AMA, Roxy Stryer? I had to pee, and I saw her on the way out, so you know. <laughs> English prick. That was Irish. Oh, and this guy loses his hand. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm good. No? I like how there's been more comments in the last 30 seconds because Roxy's here. Than oh, of course. Episode. She's a woman. <laughs> she She's just so much cooler base. than us. Roxy, Roxy, Roxy. Stay, Roxy. Yeah. Stay, Roxy. Drew, you know how much more successful it would be if we had tits? <laughs> did I just say that out loud? <laughs> you really did. You really did. I don't know if that's a good idea. Hey, look at you guys. You guys look so cute on there. time is it? Uh, 340. 3.50. I'm going to tell Alex to shove it. <laughs> He's fully transformed. <laughs> he has. But not enough to actually beat the shit weasel. F-18 foot, or uh, Blue Angels footage. Blue Angel footage. Yep, right. Here we go. Oh. Oh, the spitting. Oh. oh. I can't even imagine what's happening right now to, to either of them. Here do we it, go. Cage. Do it. He knows he's got to do it, or he's uh, He's melting already. He has to, or he's dead. It really just fucking stops your. I don't understand how that's even possible. Is that a real thing? Yeah, it's a real thing. I was reading about it earlier in the episode because of the guy. It doesn't stop your heart, but it, it basically makes. Like, what I wrote in chat was like. It makes you like blackout drunk acting, but what it does is it slows your heart rate. It, sl it slows everything that's going on neurologically, essentially, in your body. To the so point you can't absorb anything exactly, via blood flow? Exactly. So, like, you're kind of like. You, he, you, you're, like, mentally retarded and, like, physically retarded, and, like, you can't do anything. But he's such a badass anything. that he can take out the flares. Yeah. Green but that's like, well, that's, like, what our fan was talking about earlier was, like, if he were to have actually in injected the atrophy needle earlier when defusing the bomb, it probably wouldn't have worked. He probably would have, like, done it and then just been, like, fucked. Fucking green smoke, though, man. Yeah, such it's a like, sweet shot. It's, it's one of the five or ten most iconic moments in the history of action movies. The shot when you see when it turns green from the back. It really is. Oh, yeah, from behind? It's yeah, one of the greatest. It, it, it's going to show us the shot. It's just like, for whatever reason. Right there. Yep. Such a sweet shot. I think it's actually, there's actually one more that's more Yeah, green. there's one more. 
Green smoke. Oh, no. One rocket. There Green it is. Smoke. That's the one. Oh. Oh. That's like the greatest shot ever. Mason's going to swim the fucking channel again at 60. Shark-infested waters. He's going to save Stanley first. Of course he does. Vaporized, sir. Vaporized. Puberty. Suppose you ever got past puberty. I'm too drunk to do a good Sean Connery accent anymore. Um, mine's gone. Cheers. So is mine, turns out. <laughs> good speed. Hugh Hoyland. Are the guys drinking? <laughs> no. We have been, my friend. <laughs> Vaporize, sir. Just come and get me, sir. $200? Who just leaves $200 well, in a Bible at a hotel that you stay yeah. in? That's just dumb. And $200 doesn't get you shit anymore. No. Well, in 96... It was like it was like it was like three fifty. Three fifty. Yeah, I'm three fifty now. Good speed, God spell, God speed, God spell. I'm just borrowing your Humvee. Forget Maui. Go. Right leg. My son!
vaporized. We'll have to see. I'm just borrowing your Humvee. I'm gonna pull my fucking arm out! I hate him so much. <laughs> he robs a church. Oh, yes, baby! That's JFK right there! I love the dog. The dog's my favorite part. Want to know who killed JFK? <laughs> oh, God, I love you guys so much. Let's pause it. Let's pause it and let's say our goodbyes. It's a great movie. Don great Simpson. memory. First movie dedicated to Don Simpson. Only movie dedicated to Don Simpson. Dedicated to Don fucking Simpson. Uh, that, that does it, guys. That's it for us. Um, over here. <laughs> what is it? I'm just laughing because we're both drunk in the middle of the afternoon watching The Rock for our job today. I am not drunk. We're not drunk. Andrew, uh, it hit him really hard, guys. I apologize for his behavior. <laughs> you can't smell it, but, uh. I smell. I smell bad. <laughs> Uh, cheers, guys. Thanks for everything. Thanks for watching the show. If you have any questions, please tweet at AMA Podcast. If there's anything that you wanted to talk about that we didn't talk about today, please tweet at AMA Podcast. At Ben Bateman Media. You can find me at Andrew Guy on Twitter. We'll and, interact uh, all, all, you, wait. all you like. Next oh. week, we got a very special episode next week. Pause the fucking movie. Jesus Christ. We got to talk about this because Ben brought something to my attention it is the 30th anniversary of a movie that I don't really care about that much. But you know what? I will bring it on our talk show. I will I will dissect it. I will sit there and talk about it for an hour and 15 minutes. Ben, what movie is that? It's a little movie I like to call Top Gun. Top Gun. Whammy. Wham, 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 noon, wham, noon. You know, we might have, uh, we might have a guest. We're not sure. We're looking into it. Uh, there's a clip show idea we're going to do soon, but uh, I believe – that next week's episode will probably be Top Gun. Um, it's gonna be Top Gun. I think I think it's a good idea because you know what? I need to I need to succumb. I need to give in. I need to pay it the tribute that so many people think I need to pay it. And I need to watch it. I need to watch the movie again. So we'll get together. We'll watch Top Gun this week. We'll do it on the show next week. And then we'll see if I was wrong or right. It's been 30 years. It's been 30 it, years. This next week will be the 30 30th anniversary of the release of Top Gun. So. Uh, tune in, guys, next week for uh, for Top Gun, and uh, thanks for watching The Rock. Watch along with us. Yeah, we guys, love you. thanks for joining us. Thanks for a year. Thanks for part two of the same movie from last week, and uh, we'll see you next week. Take Three care. Adios. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.